Two days in a row, no cricket at the Basin Reserve. It was looking promising uh, late in the afternoon when the covers came off. The work was done to try and get the ground ready for a start. The players were out playing their ball games on the park, football, and even when the day was abandoned because of conditions, the players continued to play football on the park. Not that I have a problem with that, but no one really described what the danger issue was in terms of uh, the, the ground. Yes, it's been wet but not wet enough to play uh, to stop playing football Richard Petrie well I think it's different I think having a fun game of football uh, between teammates to, to get your energy levels up is one thing but playing sort of high level professional international cricket the the standard is a lot higher uh, Malcolm Jordan said when he walked across the surface um, the last lot of drizzle did make the surface still wet it was still a little bit slippery and the new ball would have been very wet well would have got wet so that might have been more the factor yeah that's understandable but it's very hard to explain to cricket fans to a certain extent that scenario isn't it yeah it's just not quite a good look to have you know some people having great fun and booting a ball around on the outfield as if they're 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 having just a great time and then tell us that they can't play Uh, apart from that I think the main reason is that what Peaches has just said is is the new ball what you get then is an unfair advantage to one side in that case even though this looks like quite a green pitch um, you would still get the ball wet quickly. Very green pitch. It's got that look about it, hasn't it? It's been green before, and we do know it dries out, but we're kind of thinking at this stage it will stay green for at least two days. And, um, you know, it may not do... It will It will do plenty early on. Um, we, we, You know, it's quite highly likely, even with three days to go, that there will be time to get bowl one side out twice and someone can win a game. And these overcast conditions, the moist atmosphere, are going to stick around, so we're told, for the next two or three days. Sadly, from uh, Todd Astle's point of view, it's not good news, Jeremy Coney, but you still like the spin option? I like a spin option, but I don't think I would pick him in these cases. Now we've got a shortened game. I think he'd probably understand. He's not going to get conditions. He didn't get it up in Hamilton, did he? And he's not going to get it here at the Basin Reserve either. So I think the more likely and the most logical whether they do it or not, I don't know. But the most logical choice would be to play four seamers, and you've also got Colin de Grandom as well. If spinners, for some reason, needed and required, which it shouldn't be, uh, then it, you've got sort of Kane Williamson in the ranks to roll a few of those up. So, yeah, 270 overs in three days, maybe maybe a little more, maybe up to 300. The follow-on, don't forget, now it comes down to 150. So there's an opportunity there, maybe. Uh, you'd probably want to bowl first in these conditions and bat once. You'd still have cha- a chance to win the game. Yeah, we've talked about overrates. This is where overrates are important. This is where some urgency has to be brought to the game of Test cricket. They can't get away with bowling less than 90 or 95 or however many so in the in the time available. They've got to get down and do the business, don't they? They do, and uh, I think you'll see the New Ze- if New Zealand get the ball first, they will like these conditions, particularly bowling first, they will probably rush through as many overs as they can. They will not be delaying anything because they can win a test match if they bowl first. Uh, It's going to be really interesting if the toss goes up and Bangladesh wins the toss. 
with their inexperienced seam bowling lineup. But I really think the team bowling first has the biggest chance. And if Bangladesh get it, who knows? Maybe they have a chance to uh, to sneak a little test. Well, it'll be very here. interesting to watch New Zealand and the way that they go about putting their batting. If they were actually batting first, how they would go about that? That would be that would be quite interesting. Yes, and New Zealand have experience in in these conditions. Oh, yeah. But uh, you know, you you can be found out at any time by any opposition. If Bangladesh are able to win the toss and give their bowlers a sniff, they will get great confidence out of doing something like that. They will. The only danger will be is they're just so unused to bowling on these type of conditions. Uh, Rhys Morgan, who's the batting coach for Bangladesh, you know, they're out there before the test match and, and they're all looking at the wicket and they're looking at the greenness of it and their bowlers were basically saying, if we play on this brown one here beside it, we win 5-0. We win a series 5-0. But unfortunately, they're playing on a green seamer, which they're not used to. So I'm sure they'll bowl okay on it, but they're just not used to bowling on these type of conditions. They are foreign, so who knows? Yeah, bowlers bowlers get a change mindset when they see conditions like that, when they see pace and bounce and, and green spots on the pitch. They too do tend to get a different mindset. Well, they can get a bit excited. Uh, but, I, you know, it, it's just going to be... The length is going to be so important and the accuracy is going to be... The, these are pitches, like the, the likes, say, of a Ewan Chatfield, you get rewarded for precision. And those, you're making the batsman play all the time, you're not wasting bounces and so on. You're just making the batsman play, and you're tra- playing in the percentages where if you do something with the ball, you've got a chance. And so that you would think that the New Zealanders would have a better, you know, background and habits already developed than their counterparts. Interesting prospects then for day three of this test, although it will only be day one. We've sat here watching as they've made efforts to get the ground ready. It's been quite tedious. It's not one of the more pleasant aspects of uh, covering cricket, sitting, watching the rainfall or watching people do the drying up process, anything that has to be do. We want to see some cricket. Hopefully we'll see that on day three. It'll be a 10.30 start time if they get away on time and hopefully we'll get a full three days remaining of this second test at the Basin Reserve in Wellington.